I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you as always. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and uh, a little side uh, side hustle going here with former Representative Mia Love, uh, who's sitting in. She's getting ready. She's going to guest host while I'm uh, out of town next week, uh, re- reviving a little bit with the kids and the grandkids. And uh, but uh, appreciate her dropping in and uh, joining us for a little bit today as uh, she gets all her bearings straight. And then she'll be joined by Scott Howell, a great man in our community. And also Amy Donaldson will tag team with you for a couple of days. So it will be a great week next week. You don't want to miss any of that. And as always, we want you to weigh in on elevated conversations, tough conversations, but elevated. You can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. A reminder, as Nick just said, uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're expecting a briefing by uh, Governor Gary Herbert. And uh, we'll continue to watch that. And we'll take that live here on KSL News Radio as we come up. All right, as we get into this uh, this segment, uh, since we may not get a last segment today, I wanted to share a couple things with you before uh, I head out of town. And one of the words that has really been on my mind lately is actually about being mindful and mindfulness. We talk about mindfulness as this ability to to be centered and to be focused. Uh, mindfulness is is really this being very deliberate and very aware in order to create a feeling of confidence and a feeling of security and a a feeling of hopefulness and forward movement. And so I want to attack that from a couple of different angles. Uh, And I'm going to start with one of my favorite angles in terms of being mindful because we've, everyone's been talking about the new normal. We've talked about that. I completely dismiss new normal. It's not a thing. Uh, It's the new now. That's all you get is being present to the moment. If you're talking about new normal, that means you're looking backwards to how things used to be or you're you're uh, kind of casting it forward that this is how it's always going to be, new normal. It's not. So leave the past. It's there. You just have to be present. And one of the greatest examples we found of that uh, was actually Michael Jordan. Uh, many of you have watched uh, the presentation on ESPN, The Last Dance. actually comes out on Netflix today, I think. Uh, but I want to play you this cut and just listen to what was the greatness of Michael Jordan? It had nothing to do with his athletic talent. Most people struggle to be present. People go and sit in ashrams for 20 years in India, trying to be present, do yoga, meditate, trying to get here now. Most people live in fear because we project the past into the future. Michael's a mystic. He was never anywhere else. His gift was not that he could jump high, run fast, shoot a basketball. His gift was that. He was completely present. And that was the separator. So that kind of mindfulness to be present to the moment uh, is so critical for all of us, especially in the middle of a pandemic, especially in civil unrest, especially with economic uncertainty, uh, just being present. Uh, if, if you find yourself as, as someone who's dealing with chronic pain, whether that's physical pain, emotional pain, pain, one of the best things you can do is be present. Uh, I'm a guy who spent a a long time dealing with some chronic pain and mindfulness, that ability to be present. Again, being mindful 
is really about being deliberately aware so that you can create a feeling of calm and confidence. And we, we have to get to that. Uh, I had the opportunity recently uh, with some of my colleagues uh, from here at KSL and the Deseret News and the Church News as well uh, to interview uh, President Joy Jones, who is the general president of the primary organization for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And she said something. We were up at uh, This Is The Place, Heritage Park, and we were near the the monument to the children, uh, the pioneer children who passed away, a uh, beautiful monument if you haven't been up there recently. And I uh, had a chance to talk to her about a few of these things in terms of being mindful. She she really got uh, my wheels turning on this whole thing. And uh, just as a reminder that uh, next week, uh, next Friday on the 24th of July, uh, we're going to have a special three-hour program honoring our pioneering spirit here in the state of Utah, celebrating that pioneering legacy. And I will be hosting that. It will be from three hours from six to nine and from one to four uh, on uh, July 24th. And we have some great guests. I'm sorry, noon to three uh, on uh, the 24th of July. And we have some great guests. Uh, we have uh, M. Russell Ballard and Elder uh, Ulysses Suarez uh, from the church. Uh, we also have uh, Doug Wright. We'll be talking about some of our small town pioneer celebrations. John Saltis uh, from City Weekly is going to help us with the Greek pioneers. And Max Chang is going to talk about the influence of all of the different uh, Asian pioneers that came this way. Uh, Scott Barrick will talk about pioneering music in the Tabernacle Choir. And uh, Amy Harmer is going to talk about our refugee pioneers today. So it's a full three hours uh, as you plan your pioneer day. Again, there won't be a parade this year. Uh, but join us here on KSL News Radio for three hours, six to nine, and noon to three. Uh, we'll be having a, a lot of fun celebrating that pioneering heritage, so don't miss out on that. Uh, but let me go to my interview with uh, Sister Jones. Again, this is President Joy Jones, and we talked about being mindful of things. And she she talked about one of her favorite uh, pioneering connections. She said this: "I love thinking of last summer." I was standing in front of the headstone of my third great-grandmother. She died in her 20s. She is buried in Minden, New York. And as I stood before her grave, I felt such a connection to the past. I felt such a connection to all those loved ones who are mindful of me. So why would I not be mindful of them? Their lives were important. Their lives mattered. And that hit me so strong. It was, it was a powerful moment as I stood there and talked to her, as I felt her as my guardian angel. All right, again, that's uh, Sister Jones. You can hear more of that interview, as I said, on our special coming up on Pioneer Day next Friday. And I just love the fact that she talked about being mindful of those who have gone before. Uh, and that's important for us. It's, uh, it's part of being powerfully in the present is being mindful of what came before. And I, I want to play just a little bit. We talked about this yesterday. Jimmy Carter delivered uh, the ultimate speech that nobody ever knows about or remembers uh, but it was on confidence and a crisis of confidence in the country. And he also talked about this fear of not being mindful of the principles of the past. Our people are losing that faith, not only in government itself, but in the ability as citizens to serve as the ultimate rulers and shapers of our democracy. As a people, we know our past and we are proud of it. We always believed that we were part of a great movement of humanity itself called democracy, involved in the search for freedom. And that belief has always strengthened us in our purpose. 
But just as we're losing our confidence in the future, we're also beginning to close the door on our past. I think that is stirring and uh, startling. Uh, again, you could you could play his entire speech today and it all applies but that fear that we are losing confidence in the future and we are beginning to close the door on our past that is dangerous space uh, i've got an article on this up on uh, deseret.com we've also got it posted on our facebook uh, are we in a crisis of confidence or do we have cause for confidence uh, me i want to pull you in just real quick here uh, 45 seconds what is it that gives you confidence Moving forward. You know, I think what gives me confidence is that um, we have been through trying times before. Our country has seen some horrific moments. And when um, former President Carter talked about being proud of our past, he's not talking about being proud of everything that we've done, but being proud of how we've been able to overcome some of the the issues in our past. Even when we in the United States were doing something wrong, we have been able to, of course, correct that. And so if you don't recognize that and you close the door on the past, then you don't have a future. Closing the door on the things that have made us great makes it so that our future becomes foggy. It be it, you. You don't have confidence in it, and so I think for me, having confidence um, is is recognizing that we've been able to overcome the most difficult things in our past. Fantastic! Again, you can hear Mia all next week uh, right here on Inside Sources. She'll be the guest host along with Amy Donaldson and Scott Howell. You don't want to miss that. Uh, so as we close this out, uh, again, there in my view, uh, there is great cause for confidence in this country, and the reason I have confidence is because I live in this place that we call Utah. And because that's this is where I live and this is where I'm from and I see what happens in our community, uh, I know that we, that we got this. We can deal with a pandemic. We can put on a mask. We can social distance. We can do all the things we need to do from now to Labor Day, uh, and we can turn the tide. And again, we can show the nation what leadership looks like, what a model of democracy looks like and feels like and is like right here in the the uh, thing. Uh, all right, we're going to step aside. We'll take a quick uh, commercial break. And when we come back, we should have a live press conference with Governor Gary Herbert. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.